For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Go. Hey guys, Bill Spadia here. Welcome back to the Speaking Podcast. As we promised about a month ago, we would check back in with our co-host Jessica Gibson and how her pregnancy is coming along. I'm joined by Jay and Jessica now. What's up, guys? Hello. Hi. I like that we all have sweatshirts on. It's a very face. casual. Ah, Mama, we love it. All right, nice. Jessica, let's jump right in. What, oh, wait, hold on. I have, I have a child-related T-shirt as well. It says, you can't scare me. I have three. Uh, I have daughters. <laughs> My Aunt Patty got that for me. All right, go on. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. All right. How uh, how far are we along, Jessica? 20, 21 weeks. So over wow. halfway. Halfway. How do you feel? Dancing into the second trimester. I feel great, like never better because I have more energy and it's getting warmer out too. So it's just all yeah, good. This is good. All right. So um, as I noticed before we started, your shelves are empty. Uh, work going on, work being finished. In my defense, this doesn't count as nesting because we made all these decisions before I got pregnant. But like this window trim used to be dark brown. Everything in the house got painted over the last month. I feel like I want to go back to the tape, Jay. If we can go back to the old ones and do a comparison and contrast so we can be judgmental on whether we like it or not. I'm in the middle of doing a LexisNexis search. And uh, no, it appears that Jessica had this planned three years ago. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> I would love to criticize her, but LexisNexis doesn't lie. The whole house um, got painted. And I was painting these like little strips of wood that looked like a bird's nest. And I was like, this is like the definition of like nesting. Nesting is a positive though, right? Isn't it a natural occurrence? So the house is ready because you're going to not be yeah, able to worry about stuff. Where, where's all the stuff on the shelves though? I'm a little concerned. Is it in boxes that then in 10 years you guys will move and you'll open up the boxes and say, oh shit, that's where this is. It's okay. in the basement along with a knight statue. Not that that's happened to me. And a Wait, lot of a knight statue like of a knight in armor? There was a full suit of armor that was in our living room and like a, like a sorority fraternity paddle over our couch that was literally like massive. So, so all those things got moved to the basement. So it sounds like uh, Jessica taking control of the decor and uh, man cave stuff. Uh, you, you've decided to adult now that you're going to have kids. So Chase was mad that he didn't get any votes for what goes where and what stays in the basement. And I was just waiting to cast my two votes. I was like, let's go. Let's discuss yeah, you, you win that. You win that. Jay, you don't even have one vote, right? No, I don't. So I was thinking about this when you were talking about nesting. And I think this is important. You need to go tell uh, Chase right now that once the baby comes, and you probably don't even know that this is going to happen, but it does, you you are going to stop pretending to care about anything he likes. <laughs> because I know women, and I know that, uh, you know, when they like a guy, especially one that they wind up marrying, there's a lot of pretending going on. Like, ooh, tell me more about this thing that you're watching. Or, oh my, you're playing a video game? Tell me more about it. Uh, that goes away, and that can be a shock to the male system. 
because we we're sitting there thinking you like the stuff we like, but you really Jay, don't. You are, Jay, you are making some major assumptions here. You I'm are totally you are right, basing, Phil. You're basing your premise on the assumption that that Jessica has been doing this for the past few months. I'm guessing that she didn't have any bullshit at least going back what a year. Like, yeah, we don't like that. We're gonna do this instead. Jay spends all his free time coaching kids uh, swim team. And I'm like, I, I can't even believe, like I literally know nothing about that world or what he does or what goes on over there. I'm like, is that weird that we're married and I couldn't even tell you like what the strokes are? No, it's not weird. It's, it's my, my, my wife and I were having a conversation the other day and uh, she was like, I do you favors all the time. I go to your comedy sometimes. Yeah. And I was like, oh, wow, <laughs> wow. I'm gonna go lay down in a ditch. Do you guys fight over the television and like what to watch? I've given up. I've 100%. Going back to no votes, I have completely rolled over. I've, I'm so trained. She could be watching the static channel uh, with the paint drying channel in box, like uh, picture to picture. And I'll just be like, oh, I guess we're doing this for the next five hours. Great. So here's the key. You have to figure out a way to not let the, the new member of the family dominate all the rooms. Because I go into some people's houses and it's the little kids that dominate like the main living area. So there are these ridiculous made for children. I don't know who the hell writes this shit, but made for kids, cartoons and shows, et cetera, that dominate the main television areas. We had made a commitment early on. We're like, there will be a designated kid spot because it's so easy to get out of control. And to that point, um, we are... Every once in a while, we can actually watch TV. But what usually happens is it'll take us a good 45 minutes to settle on something. And then I start falling asleep. Right, right. Yeah, you got to have a cue, Bill. Get a cue. So that when you sit down, you have all the stuff that you want to watch. Like you can cue that up in Netflix or HBO Max. You just no, like a little No, thing. no, doesn't work. Doesn't work. I have my watch list on Hulu. I've got my stuff on Amazon. Got the whole thing. Doesn't matter. Those lists are long enough. It's like scrolling through the cable channels now. Well, you, oh, you, what? Go ahead. Oh no, I was just gonna say you got to treat it like a buffet. That you know, you just you just pour whatever slop that you're closest you know, to. Let me tell you something. I'm going the opposite way. This capitalism thing I love. Love capitalism. All in favor of it. Love the idea that we have a representative form of government. I'm ready for state television. I'm ready for one channel. Tell me what to watch. Hey, can I just make a suggestion? Because they also uh, do a lot of podcast sponsoring. So maybe we could get sponsored by them. Uh, Mubi. M-U-B-I. It's, uh, it's like a streaming service that's curated. There's only 30 movies at any given time. And as as the month goes, the oldest one drops off and they add a new one every day. So if you don't watch it, it's gone. But they're all hand-picked by like the staff and good stuff. But wait, but based on them or your preferences? Based on their preferences. But the idea is if you're a movie lover, you should be able to find something that month that you like and hopefully the tastes... Uh, wait you know, is it online called M? What is it? Mubi. M-U-B-I. Let me, let me All right, it. looking it up. You have to pay for it? All right. Yeah. Jessica, I can tell these are really helpful tips as you are a new mom. Well, watching TV is Look at this. Uh, you know, I, I don't know. 
I'm thinking of trying this um, seven-day trial. Wait, what do they charge, Jay? I'm pretty cheap. No, I don't think it's much. Uh, I mean, whatever it is, maybe it'll be offset when they hear this and they give us a sponsorship. Did you um, yeah. cancel your like cable bill? Are you exclusively on streaming? No, I did. I tried. It was too difficult. So um, it was the the problem was that you can't get anything live unless you pay someone else's subscription fee. So I thought, oh, Hulu's got it, everything else, but it's all delayed. So they all cost something. At the end of the day, I just what I did was I got rid of all the movie channels. I reduced it down to basic cable, so I have uh, any you know local sports and um, and my internet. And then I upgraded the internet to whatever the I don't know whatever the new thing is that's supposedly so good. It's actually it, it actually is much better. Um, but I am thinking because I'm thinking of going back into where I was a few years ago, where I would switch every six months because someone would give you a $300 gift card. So I'm waiting. I think they're, I'm about ready to somebody to give me, because they're getting desperate now. Most people, I think there's got to be a trend to people that are dropping out completely. Oh, it's huge. Yeah, it's uh, it's screwing up the entire, I, I do a lot. I used to do reporting on this for AOL, and it's something I talk yeah. about a lot. Uh, it's, it's, it's really screwing up the economics of how TV shows have been getting made for the last 10, 15 years. Because all those carriage fees, those sweet, sweet carriage fees are going away. So you either have to switch to a subscription model or an advertising-based model. And like AMC can't make its money on advertising because right. it's, it's nothing but infomercials at $8 a, a spot. So uh, right. it's it's really going to shift the way TVs watch. Uh, by the way, I know I just derailed the conversation. I don't care because I find it very interesting. Let's get back to, uh, to Jessica. Sorry. Now, what about you guys? How your um your movie baby coming along oh uh, so good bill talk about it so, so funny we um and we love lifetime and we went in with a certain uh expectation of how long the movie had to be mm-hmm. and then thankfully i thought to reach out to them and just confirm like hey here's how long the movie is what do you guys think and they're like oh that's great it's about three minutes short so we scrambled, <laughs> brought back the team, and uh, we are now, Jay, I think we are almost exactly on time. I just paid all the bills for our additional Saturday shoot. Yeah, I, and, I talked to- uh, I think almost like 86 minutes. I talked to our director. As of last night, we were at 86.40, and I yelled at him. I was like, we got to cut 40 seconds now, Buzz. <laughs> So he's yeah, cutting. He's, he's cutting cut forty back. seconds, which is good. There's a couple st- things he wanted to cut anyway. But he, uh, the new scenes, I'm told are great. Can't wait to see them. But Jessica, I'm gonna tell you, we should show Jessica. We should send her the rough cut when we get the new yeah, scenes to get her opinion. I'm excited. Yeah, like now that this movie's coming, no more Wal- Wal- Mark Wahlberg movies. It's gonna be all Hallmark Channel and Lifetime. And you know what? It's great entertainment. You don't have to think about it. The stories are easy. It's not going to drive you crazy. You don't have to rewind it to get what's going on in the scene. Like, like I, I love it. And I will tell you, though, I was probably the least likely to even understand a Hallmark movie. I'd never watched them. I never thought about Hallmark or Lifetime. You know, maybe a little sci-fi every once in a while. But um, now that we're in this, this space, I get why people love it. Simple plots. They make sense. 
there are heroes, there are villains, there are victims. It's like it just the whole thing works, and it's a it's a nice, neat package. And I, this one, it's really good. Like, it's, it's really good. It's really fun. I can't. We, yeah, I, I, Jessica, when we get the uh, the new rough cut with the extra minutes, yeah, wait till it's done with some sound, Jay. Yeah, because here's the problem, Jessica. Like what what I had to understand when we did the rough cut, some stuff was just posted in there as fillers. So if it was going to be a wide shot of the city or the storm or whatever it was, he put in things that were totally unrelated. So it's a little jarring. Yeah, there's, like, some, oh, wait, there's where some am interesting I now? sound cues where he yeah. put the sound effects in in the reverse shot, but not in the other shot. So like it'll right. be like one person's talking this way and there's a raging storm going on and then it cuts this way and it's completely silent. So it's so, you, don't, you don't realize what's happening and your brain starts to melt a little bit. So, Jay, I don't know. Here's where me, I'm not a perfectionist, but you guys have known me for a while. I will focus in sometimes on the tiniest detail and it will drive me crazy. Right. So the biggest note that I gave him, that I gave Buzz Wallach, our fantastic director, was on the generator outside the house. The word diesel was written on it. And I said, when they cut to go out and shop for the fuel nobody said diesel and nobody in their right mind would buy a small diesel generator for their house it's too loud it's smelly and it's harder to get he's like oh my god and you know what he said to me he's like i noticed it too and i'm like no one's gonna notice that no. let it go anybody else would have noticed it i'm gonna tell you exactly what happens because a million people are gonna watch this when it comes out it's gonna come out you're going to get curious and you're going to go to IMDb and start scrolling through the reviews and there'll be nine good reviews. And then the 10th one will be really like the movie. That diesel generator was bullshit though. I can't believe it. And you will flip out and you'll want to email the person and go, listen, we knew that, but the art department didn't know that we couldn't reshoot. It's those things that drive you nuts when a movie's over. Reshoot for the word diesel. He's going to somehow magically make that go away. Oh, he's got a digital uh, uh, we're going to digitize post. something else in there. I don't know, but it, Jessica, the magic of television and movie making, uh, we won't give away our on here because people will hear it, our trade secrets, but uh, the one of the best accomplishments was the scene at the bridge. Yeah. And yeah. it is, wow. Buzz pulled off some special effects that you can't, yeah. you can't tell that they're special effects. Literally a hundred dollars worth of equipment. That's all. It, all it did. So, so we kind of like. It's almost like uh, I was thinking that it reminded me of uh, Jessica. You will have the fond memories of going back seven or eight years to Jerry Burke and the founding of Chasing News with the whole driving on sidewalks and you know Gorilla News and doing it very different than anybody else. This is like that, and but the quality is it, like we spent five times what we spent. So you shot it with a cell phone. And I yeah. yeah, we I wish. Steven Soderbergh. <laughs> no, we bought the camera. It cost a lot of money. That was our biggest purchase. But it's cool, though. So we're gearing up for the next one. We haven't sold this one yet, but we are. It's uh, uh, Confidence is high. But I think you're going to love it. If you cried at Jay's last movie, you'll be, you, you, you can identify with the characters. And the acting is really good. Yeah. The acting is really good. No, we're uh, you can tell that. Yeah, we put Hofstetter in it. He's uh, he plays a cop. 
We uh, we brought Steve yeah. in and murdered him. He's actually him. a believable cop the way he pulls it off. I got to give Hofstetter credit. Yeah, he's believable. No, it's I I was uh, you could tell that uh, we're actually proud of this and not fake proud because we can't stop talking about it. But it was pretty amazing to sit through it after like taking the reins and doing it ourselves. And I had this queasy feeling that it would be a cringe fest because, you know, whenever you watch your own stuff, you're like, it's like watching yourself on tape. You get that kind of, did I really say that? Everything came out so much better than I could have hoped. And uh, I can't wait to show it to everybody. I can't, it's, it's going to be great. And it's not, not kid friendly either. No, there's my like 10 year old watched it. There's a couple of scary yeah, scenes, yeah. but it's, it's yeah, not, but but it's it's not. It doesn't push the the envelope. It's it's kind of what you would expect, and and I think it's a, again in that line of it can be left on in the background and no one's going to be offended. Mm-hmm. Basic cable, but you will get engrossed in it. What's that? I'm laughing because of Bill's uh, Instagram earlier today. What was it? <laughs> it was what about uh. The Easter Bunny and children. Oh yeah, Jay, you won't like it. It's not. It's not Jay Black friendly. What is it about? It's about well, all the people that make. I, what is it? Who says somebody posted it and I reposted it to my story? Wait, I'll have to read it to you. Just because Easter it's, is around the corner, uh, my husband did not know about the Easter Bunny until he was about thirteen or something. Really? Yeah. You know, I don't know. To be honest, if I ever actually believed in the Easter Bunny, that was not a big thing Santa Claus for sure. Like I definitely was out there, had to get to bed early. I don't ever remember a big thing about the Easter Bunny. Did you? I'm, ver- I'm very annoyed that the Easter Bunny has suddenly become Santa Claus Mark II. Like you can go sit on the Easter Bunny's lap my my kids made an Easter list of stuff that they wanted. I'm like, wait, yeah, it's candy. Really? You get candy. Oh, wait, wait a minute. You give gifts for Easter? My wife gives gifts for. I don't get. I I say you get a sack of jelly beans and move on. But my wife gives gifts for Easter. It's become Christmas part two. See, I don't like that. I don't like it either, Bill. His mom asked for help with the baskets, and he goes, "What about Santa?" <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, by the way, if you're if you're listening to this in your car, we're joking. If your child is in the car, they're all real. We were just pranking Chase. Got it. <laughs> right, pranking Chase. I love it. But he really like. Wait, he didn't find out until he was ten. Older. They're older, like an adult. It be, wait, 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 but let me understand. Now, he, now Chase comes from a big Catholic family. They were leaving church. They were walking home from church. <laughs> and his mom said, I need help with the Easter baskets. That's really funny. What about Santa? I love that. What about Santa? That's really funny. But, but you know, I think Easter, I'm, I'm actually surprised it has taken this long for Easter to be monetized in terms of gifts. Like, candy's not enough. Right. No, I mean, for monetizing uh, pregnancy because I want a push present. Oh yeah, my wife asked for that too. Is that like, what the, they call it? The presents, yeah. the baby. Wait, 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 Jay! I can't get off. Hold on, it's called a push present, really? Yeah. Is you're pushing a baby out? Like that's what it means? 
Wow. I, you know what? I need to, I need a moment. Yeah. That's, I have been in the office like in a while. Like I'm surprised your coworkers, your female coworkers haven't brought this up. I, I asked my uh, wife for no. a conception present when I conceived the baby. Because that was a lot of work too. Please, uh, could I have a... Hey, Jay, it didn't happen without you. It's as much a celebration of you as anything else. Yeah, no, it's 99.99% uh, uh, her and 0.01% me napping immediately after the conception. <laughs> so wait now, are you going to... Did you have a shower? It's coming. Oh, good. Not Is yet. it a surprise? I wish. Yeah, not, <laughs> no, not only is it not a surprise, but you're planning it, right? Oh, no, yeah, it's coming. It's around the corner in May. Got some time. Uh, real, real fast, Bill, I feel like people are going to be annoyed if we don't actually say what your Easter Bunny post was, if they're listening. So just. Oh, I was making fun of uh, everybody for COVID. So let me get to my story. Hold on. With, like vaccines or believing in vaccines. Is that right? Wait, now I, I gotta now I gotta pull it up. Uh, just a quick PSA: Please don't pick on older kids who still believe in the Easter Bunny. I still know a ridiculous amount of adults who still believe we are a pandemic, sporting their masks and face coverings. I liked it. I thought it was appropriate for for my style. For your style, yes. For the you know objective reality, no. But your style, yes, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> So follow me on Instagram at Bill Spadia, and uh, you decide if you agree or disagree with my uh, regular posts. Actually, Twitter has—I um, started creeping back up after I lost like four thousand followers. So I'm, I'm back up. I'm adding about a hundred uh, every couple days, but I'm still not even close to where I was. Did they pass you? I don't know where are you, Jay, on Twitter. I'm at fifteen five. I'm back to, hold on. I am back to 24-5. So the race is on. All right. But, you know, I don't I don't like it. And every day I tell people, actually what I've been telling people, serious note, uh, to connect with me on LinkedIn. Because LinkedIn, you can actually have conversations with people without all the trolls and the vitriol and all the absurdities. And, and even posting memes people will take it how it's intended. They don't get all crazy like they want to kill you and burn your house down, like Twitter. Yeah, I, I just put on all of the uh, filters. So, like, you can't see what what people are, like, tweeting at you. So it's, it's always funny. Like, I'll have a post that gets a lot of traction, and they'll be like, oh, 79 comments. And then I click on it, and I can see four of them. And I'm like, well, that means 75 people had some very mean things to say about me, Jay Black. But Twitter, I like Twitter because like Twitter is like, you know, your uh, your big brother that goes, you you don't need to. You just we're going to move on. You don't need Jay. This is only going to upset you. Keep moving. I can't believe you're on Twitter. I can't believe you you talked yourself into that. I love the victory on the hate. I embrace the hate. I enjoy it, which is why I poke fun at people who are still walking around double masked, triple masked. I love the interaction. But Jay, you you're a little more sensitive than I am. So once I started thinking about it just as a job, it stopped being yeah. upsetting to me even a little bit because all I'm on there doing is being funny and trying to get people to follow me so that I can, you know, eventually get them out to shows when all that starts up again. So when somebody says you're not funny, 
it to me it's just like oh great i've just self-selected you out of the pool of people that could come and possibly heckle me when i do a show in your town so none of that really bothers me uh you know it, 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 at, at all you know and you know a lot of it i agree with when they're like you're a big dummy i'm like yeah pretty much you know what are you gonna do <laughs> Jessica, you're just not as active on social media now. Is it more personal for you? I just sit there scrolling. I just like, I'm a lurker now. I see it all. <laughs> it, it, have you noticed though, it, it, I feel like it's gotten nastier. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, Chrissy Teigen left. Yeah. That was like, she loves sparring with people. Now she's on... So I don't know. It's yeah, it's honestly, and all, and this isn't me being political, Bill. It's a lot less nasty since Trump isn't on there. Like whatever the like that sort of when he would post, there would be so many reactions and retweets and quote tweets and reactions underneath. But I don't believe you believe he should be banned. I gotta believe you stand with Bernie Sanders on that. So I I feel like if you're gonna say the private business has. So it's it's honestly kind of interesting because they talk about Section 230 and, you know, Republicans don't like Section 230. But if you ban Section 230, you have to get rid of people like Trump because then you're a publisher. So the question is, you know, at, at what point is a social media company? On that, we agree. I have I have made this argument, Jay, that it is a platform, but they should have no right to hide behind private property and ban the president ridiculous they put they facebook and instagram took down the uh the interview with laura that they just did ridiculous what you're doing and what's happening is the backlash will be much bigger guys like me will now be promoting trump for 2024 when i was much 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 in a totally in a position to say time to move on let's uh, get some new blood in there but this banning stuff has got to stop well, like, i'd like to see him run just to get him out there I, I think at a certain point, though, it's like, you know, what what you see is like you have Reddit forms and then you have 4chan grows out of Reddit because they're like Reddit's too controlling now because they've gotten too big and it's advertisers. Right. So, like, let's say you have a uh, like Reddit used to have a ton of porn on the front page. And at a certain point, they were like, well, advertisers don't want like Ford truck next to boobs. Right. So they, right. they had to make a compromise there. So they have to go like, all right, well, what do we do with the pornography? They move it aside. But then there's harder core pornography. So they go, well, I think we should probably ban that because you don't want Chevrolet next to, you know, a, a gangbang. So the gangbang moves to 4chan, right? 4chan starts to get bigger and the same problem occurs. So at a certain point, we do, we do recognize that there should be lines when it comes to whether or not private property should uh, control who's on but there. Pornography and political speech are two different things. And the, the FCC has upheld that. The, the courts have upheld that. It's just different. You know, what, the, the, and it's, you know the, the idea of equal time has been changed. And I think people are sick and tired of Jack and, and Zuckerberg making decisions on what they can and can't hear. Because I would argue the vitriol now on Twitter, far worse than when Trump was there. It's just different. But it's this this battle over vaccine passports, et cetera. People are it is such a cesspool. I I find myself blocking someone almost daily. So just, and I never used to block people. Now I do. Thought experiment. Let's say that there was a, a terrorist cell, like Antifa led terrorist cell, act like that was based on Twitter 
that was actively recruiting and sharing videos of how to make bombs. Would you be They're already against... doing that. But the, but, the, the but, but, but all but, those anti-Semitic, anti-Israel folks are up there. My God, the, the, the Iranian government is allowed on Twitter and the president of the United States is not. It, but, honestly, it's ridiculous. But you'd be okay They're, with I getting mean, rid of them. Like if you were What's that? sharing how to, like there was an old uh, uh, internet but, thing. But that's, he, but, but anarchist. yeah, you're talking about criminal behavior. The difference between criminal behavior and pornography and free speech are two different things. You may not like the things that Trump says, but, um, you know, that doesn't mean they should be banned or regulated. Big difference. Right. Okay. I mean, I think I can agree with that. I, I think that the problem is, is that at a certain point, when does the company become responsible for the speech that's on it? Well, I, I think you and I agree. The Section 230, I argued, I gave a speech the other day, and everybody's like, you got to do that. I'm like, no, you don't understand. That would change it completely because then they would have every right to decide because they're protecting themselves from liability. Right. I don't think they should be liable. I think they should be forced to accept all views. So if you were in a situation, though, where you had advertising, and your advertisers were pulling because of any view, would it be okay then to, to get rid of the speech if it affected your bottom line? No, no, because I think now they are, they've, they've morphed into something very different. To me, it's like uh, denying someone a cell phone because you don't like what they're saying on the phone. To me, uh, no well, different. Apple does they that. are in where now. And, and I think that Twitter and Facebook have to be treated like every other outlet out there. They should be regulated and and there should be a universal standard that can be agreed upon with all sides. And we right now, there's no standard. There's no well, standard. I, I wouldn't mind having a, a Supreme Court that just does free speech issues. You know, a separate court I, that's I just that. focused on speech that regulates all this stuff so that it can be done more efficiently. Uh, Jessica is given the look that she gives. I, I apologize. We got down the rabbit hole a little bit. I shouldn't have asked about the Easter Bunny. No, no. Jessica threw that bomb. She did it on a purpose. She's like, oh, Instagram. Let's try that little bomb. See what happens. I love it. I I know we're over our time, but um, yeah, like everyone's asking me whether or not I'm getting the vaccine. It's like such a big topic now. It's Get a it. huge topic, right? Got it. Being 100 percent it's science. Uh, I, well i mean again jay not a doctor i think you ask your doctor that but most of the pregnant women i've talked to i would say it's one in five are getting it and the others are not just just friends of ours and friends who have kids who are having kids um, uh, if you get it while pregnant there's, there's look it up there's a lot of information there about the babies born with the antibodies so you don't even need to worry about them getting sick so there seems to be some. Yeah, but you don't need transfer. the vaccine for that, Jay. We could we could do a whole podcast on that. No, Even according no, to fifty-five no. percent of the of America had the antibodies before this started. So this Get whole vaccine, thing everybody. was blown so. No, I I think you're crazy to take an experimental vaccine unless your doctor tells you because you are over the age of seventy. And it's when you not look at all those experimental. Stats, it's they've been spent. They spent forty years. It's mRNA. They spent forty years working on this. We've had vaccines since Washington's time. We know how these things work. The Make average the vaccine, vaccine takes six to fifteen years. This took six months. This was just a money grab because people are afraid of a cold virus. It is not so a money grab, say, everybody. I would say multiple opinions. There's well, there's your side, my side, and the truth. And my, my side happens to be the truth. 
So everybody take your vaccine so you survive. No, you know, uh, coronavirus won't kill you. That's the funny thing about it. That's, that's why they had to inflate all the deaths. Anyway, that's another podcast. Maybe we'll do a coronavirus podcast, Jay. I don't think, I could, I don't think I could get through it, Bill. I really don't. I think I would put my head through a wall. <laughs> uh, well, Jessica, congratulations again as you move through this journey 21 weeks. So let's check back in at like 23 or 24. I think we have two guests for the next two podcasts, but uh, let, let's check in. What do you... I can't do math right now. When do we do the third trimester starts? Probably May. Three weeks. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, I forgot to so, ask. Is, is there is there a name yet? Have you, are you releasing a name, or are you going to wait till the baby's born? I thought we we're going with Kennedy. There's no change in the name. I mean, I haven't come up with anything else yet. I feel like it's not official until you write it down on the birth certificate. So. No. Yeah. Agreed. I I loved the Kennedy. I thought that was a smart way to go. Thanks. All right. All right, guys. So uh, we will check back in. I'm not sure what the next episode is going to be because uh, we've got a few that are recorded. I will keep everyone posted. I want to thank our friends at Flemington Car and Truck Country for sponsoring the speaking podcast every week. And I want to thank my co-hosts, Jay Black and Jessica Gibson, further showing that you don't have to agree on everything to be friends. That's true. Even when you're a friend is as wrong as he can be. Last Thank word, you, guys. Bill. I could see it coming. Hey, look. What do I do? All right, see you guys later. <laughs> All right, I'll see you guys. Right. See you, Jessica. See you, Jay. See you next week. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.